welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis, and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. You ready? I'm ready. Welcome back, everybody. Yes. Another episode, episode seven of this season she is i know time flies right mm-hmm. um this week we're talking about chapters 24 through 29 mm-hmm. and my working title <laughs> is family and power that's good that's what i have right now i like it again we can change it can at change the end it. of the episode if we think this of something true, better but that's where we're at at okay. the beginning of the episode i like it um Let's dive in. Dive in. All right. Chapter 24. Mm -hmm. Summary. Um, This was a yikes sticker for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So the Archeron sisters sit for a meal with the High Lord of the Night Court and his Illyrian warriors, getting to know each other and formulating a plan. What were your thoughts? Um, I like that people are actually pushing back on Nesta in this chapter (laughs) and not just like taking her crap. Made me happy. Um, and I'm just loving the honest conversation that Reese and Feyre have at the end of this chapter. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So those are my high-level takeaways. Yeah, it's funny finally having worlds collide. Yeah. You know, like, worlds haven't collided since the beginning of Akatar. Yeah. When, when Tamlin, Tamlin came. came. Like, there's been no crossover since then. That's actually shocking, I feel right? like. Right? Yeah. So it's like... Ah, everything's coming back together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nesta and Elaine sent all the servants away. Yep. House is silent, and so the night court essentially comes into the house. Yep. Their initial... Well, half the night court. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The These, boys. The boys. The bad boys come into the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's funny, um, the comment that like Cassian made about how her father must be a fine merchant... There's so much, like, wealth here. Mm-hmm. And, like, naturally, that makes her think of Tamlin. Yeah. Because Tamlin's the one that provided all of this. Yeah. Like, we keep remembering how much of a douchebag he's been this book. But the reality is, like, he's, he wasn't all bad. No. He definitely, like, cared for Farrah, helped Farrah, helped yeah. her whole family. Like, he was good. He had good intentions. It's mm-hmm. just they, the follow-through wasn't always the best. No. But so it's, like multiple worlds colliding because it's yeah. like you have the memories of the spring court and that impact and her mm-hmm. family and the night court and you're like oh my gosh so many things coming together yeah um and then the actual interaction with her sisters meeting them it's very awkward and uncomfortable so awkward for everyone yes now i'm imagining these fey males being very large and then yes. just being very small <laughs> so i think there's a funny uh, difference there between them mm-hmm. um but it said at one point elaine to her credit did not faint <laughs> i just <laughs> i i feel that yeah i feel that strongly i like how that's a surprise that she didn't faint it's like not that she was quiet or that she 
you know, didn't like say anything. It, she didn't faint. Yeah. It's quite a dramatic response. Cause even when Tamlin came initially, she didn't faint. Right. She, I mean, she cowered in the corner and hid behind Nesta, but she didn't faint. Yes, but, like, you have these warriors. Oh, I know. There's three of them. They're all standing there. It's a little more intimidating. Well, maybe than one wolf. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I don't know, but it's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what, do you, what are you noticing about their interactions? Um, so, like I initially said, like, I like that Farrah's pushing back. Because I feel like generally she just takes Nesta's crap. Um, and she kind of pushes back cause Nesta makes a comment about, she says, so you can't eat normal food anymore or are you too good for it? Yeah. Pear is like, I can eat, drink, fucking fight just as well as I did before. Better even. Yep. It's like, yes, girl. <laughs> yes, you can. And, and then it's like Cassie and choked on his water. And I was like, that's an appropriate response. Yes. Like, that's out of character. It's very for unexpected Vera? for her to say something like that. I was like, right. it's very blunt, very honest. And especially to Nesta because- She's always so, I don't know, consider it's not the right word, very, like, hesitant to, re- yeah. like, reproach Nesta. She mm-hmm. just kind of lets her say her things in, in her head. She might think something, but she doesn't generally right. fight back. Fight back. And I was like, ooh, yes, I like this. I know. There's something, it's, and especially coming from where she was early in this book, where yeah. she was, like, so low, like, mm-hmm. seeing this fire in her like yes not just come back to maybe where it was before mm-hmm. but beyond that yeah. is really cool i agree um a small thing i noticed and a question i have mm-hmm. is she talked about the chairs as yep. they sat down and how they were like shifting uncomfortably trying to yeah. like accommodate the wings what does a chair that accommodates wings look like I feel like it would probably be more stool-esque. So, like, just, like, a stool? I guess. Or maybe, like, a chair that, like, has... So, like, think of a stool and then put it back on it. But do, like, a very, like, Like skinny skinny back. back. Yeah, so, like, the sides of the chair are So, it's, like, going down in between the wings. Yeah, so it's, like, your your spine can rest on something, but, like, the wings are, like, free to hang. Because I assume they, like, sit lower than, like, where your tailbone is. Yeah. Like, I assume the wings go lower, which is why it's, like, uncomfortable. So, they're, like, having to shift their wings up to, like, sit. Yeah. That's, that's, in my head, that's what it looks like. Yeah, that's a good idea. I just was, like, huh. Yeah. What does that look like? No, that's a good question. <laughs> you know? Um, and more dinner fun. Cassian mm. and Nesta. I love, love <laughs> that Cassian stands up for Feyre. Yeah. Like, especially, I mean, he's only known her, like, what, two weeks? Yeah. Like, barely. And he, oh my gosh, he says, someone who let her youngest sister risk her life every day in the woods while she did nothing. Someone who let a 14-year-old child go out into that forest so close to the wall. Your sister died. Died to save my people. She is willing to do so again to protect you from war. So don't expect me to sit here with my mouth shut while you sneer at her for a choice she did not get to make and insult my people in the process. Yep. Yes. Tell her. Mm Mm-hmm. I just, up to this point, Cassian just has come off as so goofy yeah just like a fun charismatic like kind of a funny guy he's a warrior too and it's like in a way this was almost like it came across like that like you got to see a little bit of like warrior cassian yeah like very defensive like defending his like the fact that i feel like he considers 
Farah his people now. Like yes. part of his court, his inner yep. circle. And I love that. Exactly. It said, Cassian was sizing up Nesta, a gleam in his eye that I could only interpret as a warrior finding himself faced with a new interesting opponent. Mm. And so it's like, he's, he's in that mode. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, I'm all about it. But I love it. Again, like everybody's pushing back on Nessa and it's like, this is probably the first time in her life that she's ever had people <laughs> challenging her and questioning her. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is what should happen. You can't just trample all over people and talk down to them with no repercussions. Exactly. Um, and I really appreciated Elaine's honesty. Also. I, I said props to Elaine. Like I literally right. wrote that. I was like, this is not like her. She's right. Like she said, like it's all very disorienting and it's like, mm-hmm. it is. So it's like, on one hand, it's like, we need to have empathy for them because it is weird for your sister to come back from yep. the dead and be Faye. Like that's weird. Yeah. But at the same time, it's really beautiful how she's marrying that with like kindness and openness that right. you would expect from or hope from from a family member right um so i just i loved her at this dinner i know and she says that like both her and nesta failed farah there she was very honest about it i was like oh that moved me i was like thank you elaine yeah you recognize that like you two as older sisters failed your youngest sister yes like you didn't do anything yeah and she's like acknowledging that i was like thank you elaine i know i think it's one of those things too where um people can get so caught up in trying to not acknowledge ways that they've like messed up in yeah. life. You just want to like breeze past it. You just it. want to breeze past it. Like she could be taking the response that Nesta is kind of taking where it's like, yeah, I know I failed you, but like, why would we talk about it? Why would we bring it up? Get right. over it. Just move on. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sad about it. So we're fine. And it's like, no, like in acknowledging it, mm-hmm. you're acknowledging that you have learned and you're at least trying to grow from it. If you yeah. haven't already. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I have so much respect for people who can say I messed up and I'm trying to do better. Yeah. Like it's so undervalued in like, yeah. Life. Well, it makes you seem like you're actually aware of yourself. Yeah. Cause it's like, it, to me, it seems like Nesta's not even aware of the fact that she right. may have failed Farah. Whereas yeah. Elaine's like, no, it does. I, I do recognize that like I did fail yeah. her. And now I'm, you know, I'm trying, mm-hmm. trying to like host you guys, trying to be helpful in whatever way I can. And yeah. I'm like, this is, I like this Elaine. Like, where like have you been? Mm-hmm. Um, Nesta asked a question. She said, but you were, or she's asking Feyre, mm-hmm. um, but you were not high Faye, not to begin. So what do they call you? Because they were talking about like race within the Faye right. world. Mm-hmm. And Reese says, Feyre is whoever she chooses to be. Mm. And it's like, it's this, it's really cool because in a way she is so unique. Yeah. Like in one way we say that she's Faye now and she's one of them, but it's like, she's also not one of them. She was made by seven high lords. Yeah. Like she's just, she's different. She's so different. I think we forget that. Yeah. I mean, even the bone carver recognized. It's true. That she was different. And she, but she doesn't seem to get that. Either. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I feel like we're always oblivious to ourselves, you know? That's true. So. So they finish dinner, and then they spend the night in the mortal Mm -hmm. realm. Uh, Cassian and Asriel share a room. Reese and Farrah share a room. Yes. They Um, write a letter to the queens. Mm -hmm. And she gets real honest with Reese about not really knowing what to think about her life right now. Mm -hmm. And just, like, everything is happening so fast that it's hard for her to figure out what to feel and think. Yeah. But I'm just like, I appreciate, you know, your honesty. Yeah. 
So it sounds like she's talking to a friend. Yeah. That's exactly you know? what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I would hope if I asked my friends how they were doing, they'd be like that level of honesty. Like that just feels normal within friendships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that broke my heart, I mm-hmm. put sob mm-hmm. is she gets into bed and she tells him, thank you for warming the bed. Mm-hmm. And it said his back was to me, but I heard him clearly as he said, Amarantha never once thanked me for that. Mm. That's he's the sweetest. He here's what's crazy to me. That person was low key raping him for 50 years. And he warmed her sheets. And he warmed her sheets. I'd be like, bitch, you get nothing else from yeah, me. Yeah, you get cold sheets. Cold, get cold sheets for sheets. you. So it's like part of me is confused why he even did that. Uh, it's a great question. Like, was he just trying to play the part of like Maybe. happy lover? I don't and know. That, but I that's don't a that's a very good point. I know, but it just uh Yeah. And that, he, that hurt me. Yeah. And he also admits like how seeing her sis like seeing Pharaoh's sisters it made him so angry because it reminded him of how young Pharaoh was and how they did nothing to help or protect yeah. her. And I was like him i love that he's seeing like her side of things and that he's holding a grudge even if she's trying to move past it yeah i was like that's very like boyfriendish it is you know what i mean like if somebody was rude to josh when he was a kid i'd be like i don't like that person exactly even though even though i don't know them at all now it's just if something if somebody did something bad to my person yeah years and years ago i don't like that person doesn't matter doesn't matter anything else about them you're totally right that's just the vibe i get on that yeah, the phrasing he said, it will be a long while yet before I can look at your sisters without wanting to roar at them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, same. Yes. Like, that's 100% how I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyhow. Anything else for Chapter 24? Nope. All right. Do-do-do. Uh, chapter 25. Let me find a summary. The next few chapters are so short. I know. <laughs> um, so I put, as Feyre trains new elements of magic... Someone she thought long gone appears once more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What'd you notice? So I am so here for the Reese and Farrah flirting. Yeah. Loving this. <laughs> but then also like, what the heck with the Ator? Like, where did this oh come from? God. It felt so random. I was like, wait, what? It. I had like whiplash. I know. In these two pages. <laughs> yes. Um. So they're flirting. Mm-hmm. I was like dying i was like in a ball just dying i'm loving it because it's it's so it's just it's fun Mm -hmm. and it's like starting to reach like high levels of flirting because at one point he was like he basically was like you know holler if you need anything or give a shout down the bond if you get anything accomplished before breakfast and she says what literally shot at the tattoo and he goes, you could try rubbing it on certain body parts and I might come faster. And I just... I know. I've got a million, like, dying emojis over here. Dead. <laughs> I love it so much. It's just, that's that's the kind of flirting I dream about. That's... Oh, yeah. It's so ideal. <laughs> obviously. It was perfect. Oh, my goodness. And at one point, he even says, life is better when you're around. I know. In their little note, I was like, you guys write notes. They're writing notes. It's like middle school passing notes. But it's so cute. Because I love that, you know, it just appears. The paper had yep. appear, and then they disappear. And he writes. And I'm just like, oh, I love this so much. I know. Ugh. I love it. Um, and then the adder appears. 
Yeah. Well, so <laughs> beginning of the chapter before yes. we even did all that. Sorry, so okay, I jumped. <laughs> the flirting. I mean, I feel like that's the biggest thing. That obviously. Is. No, but Reese seems to actually like show genuine trust to Farah because he actually shows her a map oh, of yeah. the night court. No, that's a good thing to point. Um, out. And so it, you know, it shows Valaris and everything like that. And she's like, "Is this really like? Does nobody know about this?" Like, yeah. so. But I'm like, this is genuinely a sign of trust because he's showing her. Mm-hmm. all of the night court now she's in mm-hmm. and they're there because she's trying to practice and train a little bit the other sides of her power right which i don't understand so she asks reese if he'll train her and then as soon as they get there she tells him please go away <laughs> i think i was like um i think it's a shyness i don't think so <laughs> no have you okay As- yeah, yeah yes and no because <laughs> because she doesn't really know what her powers are you know right. what I mean? He tells her, he's like, okay, like, let's work on this power today. Because it was, he wanted her to, like, light a candle, douse yeah. it in fire, and then blow it away with air or something yes. like that. She doesn't know anything about her powers. Right. So I would think if I'm trying to learn about my powers, I would want someone there to maybe kind of, like, give me, like, triggers of, like, what might set it off or yes. different thoughts. Here's the thing. You would, you would think. You'd think that. Well, and that's why she asked him to train. Not me. Not me. Uh, I when I'm in situations like this, I would rather be alone mm-hmm. and just figure it out. But would you I get have so embarrassed so easily? Would you have asked people. someone to train you then? Yeah, like I might have thought like, oh, come help me, and then sitting mm-hmm. there be just like slowly dying inside and just be like, I'm sorry, I need you to leave. <laughs> I can't. I can't do this with you looking at me. I'm stressed. I'm embarrassed. I can't do it. So I, gotcha. I don't know if it's a personality thing. That makes sense when you say but that. But I can understand it. Because when I read it, I was like, I don't understand, Farrah. Why did you ask him to train yes. you? And then you're like, oh, no, no, no. Please leave. I think she's stressed and embarrassed. It and... makes sense when you say it like that. In my head, it just doesn't logically make yes. sense. I was like, I don't get it. I don't get I don't... it at all. Do you get embarrassed, Sarah? I feel like you just aren't someone easily embarrassed. Not easily, no. Yes. I'm very easily embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> very. So as someone like that, I can see why this would happen. I got you. <laughs> my, oh my gosh. We went, we were at PetSmart yesterday doing something with Ginny and the trainer. Ginny is Alex's dog, by the way. Yes. My sweet baby angel. So it was, she graduated her immediate training class, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't have time for the photo shoots. The photo shoots. <laughs> so it was literally last week was just like, hey, come by during the usual, or yesterday was come by during the usual training time and we'll we'll get the photos. And they right. put a little graduation cap Aww. on the dogs. It's precious. Um, but Ginny had an attitude and she bit the trainer. Not like, not like hardcore bite, <laughs> but she was like, uh, she was just like not having it. Yeah. And my trainer said, ow. And, she, and I was like, what are you doing? I'm so sorry. Like I was immediately mortified. Yeah. Absolutely mortified. <laughs> I thought about it the rest of the night. I thought like I should probably write her a card and give her a gift because I'm just so embarrassed. <laughs> like the one small thing. Mm-hmm. Trainer, no big deal. She has a little chihuahua nip at her. She doesn't care. Right. She doesn't care. She even said to me, she's like, it's fine. I was just surprised. Mm-hmm. She's having a bad day. It's all good. But in my brain. It lived there mm-hmm. for a day because I was so embarrassed. So embarrassed. Anyway, that's a total side change in. But that's... that's. But now I understand the perspective of yes. what you're saying with so, Farrah. Like, the littlest thing, she tried to do it for a hot second, couldn't make it happen, and now she's like, I can't. I got you. I, I get it. Anyway. I get it. Um, but then, so then the Adder grabs yes. her. Yes. 
So. Because she's left by herself. Mm-hmm. And it said, I knew that voice. It prowled through my nightmares. And I immediately Ooh. had chills. Because I just, I remember how clear she described that voice yeah. in the last book. Mm-hmm. And it was so creepy. Yeah. <sighs> Anywho. So then we jump into chapter 26. Chapter 26. Do, do, do. Okay, so I said, Reese saves favor from the adder and tries to use his skills of annoyance to inspire her powers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that yes. summary very much. Um, I loved how quickly Reese showed up. Yes. It said, night exploded around us. Like, this mm-hmm. feels like it was all of, like, five seconds, and then he was like, boom, there. There, just I know. It just felt really epic. I love it. Yep. And he didn't just like, oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. Night exploded. I'm picturing like black tendrils, swirling clouds. Like everywhere. Yeah. Yes. I love that. What did you notice? Um, initially, I'm like somewhat annoyed at Reese for using Farah as bait. But yeah. honestly, not surprised about it. No. Just the way that he does things, I'm not surprised. And yeah. this is probably... Honestly, I think this is the strongest emotion that we've seen from Farah in either of the two books, and it's Agreed. rage. <laughs> she, yep. she says rage. I was like, wow. Wow, yeah. Farah. Yeah. Kind of surprised that of all of everything that she's been through, yeah. this is her strongest emotion that I feel like we've seen thus far. I totally agree. Which is it's, shocking. Of all the, like, everything that happened under the mountain, everything that happened with Tamlin. Well, I think it's all been building, and this is how it's coming but out. But even, like, compared to when she was locked in the house with Tamlin, this, to me, is yeah. more emotional. I think some of that, though, is in her Probably. rage in this moment. Probably. I feel like this rage is a culmination of so many things. Yeah. It's not just the yeah. shit that Reese like, pulled. wow. Yes. So, those are my initial takeaways. Totally. It's weird because it's a very rare emotion. Yeah. But well, it... It takes so long to get there. Yes. The, it's, it's a sign that you're holding things in. Very much like so. definitely building. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywho. Yep. So, like you said, night exploded. Night exploded. Reese came to Farrah's rescue. Yeah. And he just, like, handled the adder. Like, I felt like there wasn't even a battle. Well, that's what I was. I made this note. It says, it says Rhysand's own hands were in his pocket, his face cold and beautiful as death. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's amazing that he does everything with like his yeah. mind. The but we have to remember, like in Akatar, yeah, they had a smidgen right of their original power. Right, he's back to being full High Lord power. It's and just, this is the power of a high lord. It, it's amazing. But when I think of people using their power, I'm always thinking with their hands. You know what I mean? Because mm. all the superhero movies, everybody's always, they use their hands to kind of yeah. manipulate or like angle, like direct their yeah. power. And he's just, you know, cool, calm, and collect, hands in his pocket. Love it. Just thinks it. And it happens. Yep. And so it's just, it's interesting for me to think about him just standing there and all these things happen, mm-hmm. and there's no nothing happening with Reese. Yeah, he's just there, and then directs his power through his head. And to the Ator, which is like a terrifying creature, right? Terrifying and very powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's a bug in front of him. Yeah, basically. It's wild. And I thought it was interesting that Farah described him, uh, his face cold and beautiful as death. Yeah. I don't really know what that means mm-hmm. to me because death is not exactly beautiful yeah i don't i don't know i thought it was an interesting description because i didn't yeah. really know how to take that one yeah that one is interesting i I've, I've heard people 
talk about death in that way before, mm-hmm. but it's it's very like in very particular circumstances. Right. So I'm curious to see like how does that kind of play out? I think it, it kind of to me it thinks it's I think about just like a very like sharp anger. Yeah, like that cold like fury. Picture, yeah, kind of thing. that's kind of what I'm picturing. It's the only thing I can think of. Um, and then Asriel shows up mm-hmm. and takes the Ator. Yeah. Well, so the Ator came for Feyre, and he was sent by Highburn, yes. which he says, um, who has a massive army that's coming soon, and yeah. they have friends in every court. Yeah. So not good news. No. <laughs> Even from this, like, the very little bit that we got from the Ator before he left. Right. You're like, oh, shit. Yep. Well, we know that... Suspicions you know, confirmed. I was going to say, exactly. <laughs> I was like, Reese was on the right track for this one. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, the Asriel takes the Ador, and he winnows, which we didn't know he could do. Yes. Um, Asriel in this moment was very intimidating to me also. Yes. I feel like we're truly seeing Asriel for the first time yeah. as, like, this powerful shadow singer, warrior type guy. There was no kindness on Asriel's face as the snow settled, the unmovable mask of the High Lord shadow singer. Hmm. And then it said, the adder began trembling. So it's like... He knows. It wasn't trembling before, yeah. but now he is just at the mere presence of Asriel. That's, that's That's saying something because Reese is the most powerful high lord ever yeah but to tremble because of Azrael is saying something yeah. that's just you can tell there's like there is a power and a command oh, yeah. emanating off of him from in that moment mm-hmm. and like I don't know if the adder knows Azrael or knows who he is but I think like there are certain people you can just look at them and you're like oh yeah. god and I, he's having one of those moments yep um, I okay. Another thing that was interesting is right. So we find out that the adder was hunting her, right? right? Mm-hmm. And Reese said, "I was curious who wanted to snatch you the first moment you were alone." Mm-hmm. And she goes, "I didn't know where to start." So Tamlin was right about my safety to some degree. It didn't excuse anything, and then it just so like Tamlin was kind of right. He was. So it's like. Which I want to go back because it's like I know when we were going through all this, I kept saying like Tamlin has his reasons, like he has legitimate reasons to be yeah. concerned, and I was really trying to be pro Tamlin even though he was doing crappy things. Yes, this does kind of make me right, but yes. I still hate everything that he Again, did. Like Feyre said, right. it doesn't excuse anything. No, it was only to a certain degree. Yes, but there was some truth there. Yeah, so that's unfortunate yeah but it would be hard to like think about that it's like wow everything he did like he actually had legitimate reasons to do it yes not that it what he did was right yeah but it makes it a little harder to not be mad but just like hate him yeah hate him because (laughs) he he was really trying to protect you yeah visibly because now you've been attacked by the Ador like you clearly know he was trying to protect you exactly because it's like would that have happened in the spring court if you yeah went off on your own true the way you wanted um, and then I I love Reese and Feyre's interaction here because like oh yes gosh, like yes. Feyre's pissed at Reese and she has every right to be because mm-hmm. he basically used her as bait not super explicitly but but kind yes of. Um, but I love how he's responding because at one point um, okay so she says I'd forgotten forgotten that strength in my panic just like with the Weaver I'd forgotten how strong I was. Yes, you did, Reese snarled, reading the surprise on my face, that icy calm shattering. You forgot that strength, that you could burn and become darkness and grow claws. You forgot. You stopped fighting. 
And then it says, he didn't just mean the adder or the weaver. So it's like, this isn't just about mm-hmm. bait. No, this is bait. everything. Like, this, is, this is everything. It's him continuously watching her and mm-hmm. pushing her yep. to reclaim her power and her struggling to do so. Like, we catch glimpses of it, but mm-hmm. we, we didn't highlight this, but she, like, stopped moving when the adder grabbed her. Right. She just stopped. And so it's... When he says, you stopped fighting, it's not just in that moment, even though that was. There was a moment at the Weaver where she did something similar until she rose to it. But it's her life. Like, this is what she's been like. Yeah. And so this battle between the two of them, it kind of feels like, almost like Reese is, like, letting her be angry. Mm Because he's like, you shouldn't be angry. But I don't know if that anger is directed at him, more so herself. I think it's more so herself. And it, it says... But it's easier to direct it at him. For sure. And the rage rose up in me in such a mighty wave that I had no thought in my head but wrath at myself, what I had been forced to do, what had been done to me, to him. Yeah. Wrath. Wrath. Oof. Yeah. But it's it's true. Like, yeah, it's a culmination of everything. Mm-hmm. So. And so they have a fun, as, as Reese does with things, he mm-hmm. turns serious things into a game. Right. In a way. And so she's basically chasing him as he's winnowing around. Mm-hmm. And, and she winnows. She winnowed right at him. Mm-hmm. Knocked him to the ground. And I was like, yes, girl. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Because that's not a power like you inherit. That's based on mm-hmm. your own personal like reserve of power kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. So clearly she's strong. She's very strong. She just needs to lean into it. Exactly. But I, lo- I love how it was phrased. It said, and his eyes were wide, his mouth split in a grin of wicked delight as I winnowed in front of him and tackled him into the snow. Mm-hmm. He's loving it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, she's pissed at him and beating on him. But he's loving it. But he's loving it. Mm-hmm. And I just, that's such a, he's just, he's such a good friend to her. Yeah. In so many ways. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anywho. Anything else? Nope. All right, chapter 27. Feyre bests Reese, but lets her pain lead, blowing him and his apologies off. Mm. Again, short chapter, but yes. interesting movement. Yeah. So I'm just happy that Feyre and Reese are not like bottling up their thoughts, similar to when she was like with Tamlin, yes. and like neither of them would speak about anything. Yep. Um, but they're just like expressing themselves to each other. It's like they've found that person that they can kind of talk about everything with because you know they both suffered under amarantha and even if it's like not about that just having that prior like bonding experience yep. i feel like allows them to communicate better right even like not even just like communicating about easier stuff like right. communi- or communicating about the past but mm-hmm. communicating about what's happening right now what is affecting them so that they can keep moving forward like we talked about how like rage is a symptom of bottling up because that's what she's been doing for so long. But mm-hmm. I thought this was a really good example of her, like you said, just expressing what she's experiencing and feeling. Like, right. you do not use me as bait ever again. Mm-hmm. I am pissed at you. Yeah, that's it. That is it. And then you're able to move on. Exactly. It's, I mean, we had said that so many times. If her and Tamlin had just said what they were feeling and thinking, yep. they probably would have been able to move past what happened. Yeah. But they didn't. Exactly. And then she said, you said I could be a weapon. Teach me to become one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes. 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 Yeah. She said, don't use me like a pawn. And if being one is part of my work for you, then I'm done. Done. I love the ownership there. Yes. Because she's really taking control of her own fate. Mm-hmm. 
I'm very impressed with her. Mm-hmm. And Reese apologizes right then and there. Genuinely, too. Which, men. I know. Don't apologize. I know. Ever. I don't know if that's just my life. <laughs> and I'm in a funk right now. But, like, no, I just, I feel like, I feel like they're, yes, I'm stereotyping. But for men in general, mm-hmm. it's really difficult to say I'm sorry to things. Right. You know, and actually I heard something once how there was like, in the same way there are love languages, Mm -hmm. there are like apology languages. Oh, interesting. Um, it was the guy, that same guy who wrote love languages Mm -hmm. wrote another book about it, but it's like different ways that people, um, need like reconciliation. Okay. So like some people need to hear, I'm sorry. Right. Some people need to hear some form of like. I will never do that. Like they need to under like see and understand the action of correction. It's yeah. not just the word. So that he has five of them for that too. Side note. It's very interesting. That is interesting. But I feel like most of the time, like men tend to be more about action than words. Yeah. So I don't think that they prioritize saying the literal words. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. As part of their way of apologizing. Right. And so Book boys mm-hmm. are obviously better than real life. Men. Obviously, yes. But so, so I appreciated yes. his actual apology. We just need to see if it's genuine because similar to Tamlin, like Tamlin That's did true. apologize, and you know the next day he like got rid of all the centuries yes. surrounding her, let her do her thing. Yes. But then it was just a repeat cycle. Okay. So but this is the to, first time that we'll actually see if Reese changes. Yes, but to compare, mm-hmm. because again, that's what this whole book is doing, right? Is comparing the two essentially, right? All Tamlin did, and I, I told you, I remember telling you in that episode how much it bothered me. Yeah. I'm like, red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was making excuses. It was right. like he was apologizing, but he was like, I can't control this anger. Mm-hmm. I like want, but it was, so it was like, I'm sorry, but here's why yeah. I couldn't help it. Mm-hmm. This is just, I'm sorry. This is, yeah, this seems more genuine. It's, there's apology. no excuses. No, it's just, it is what it is. I'm sorry. Yes. So interesting. Dynamic between Dynamic. the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do, do. So, um, but on that same note, she said, I wondered how often he had said those two, two words. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's probably, a good question. Probably not He's very a high often. lord. Yeah. So. Not often. But you can tell what he had said previously was sticking with her. The, mm-hmm. you forgot, you stopped fighting. Like, it keeps running through her head. Her head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we end with a burn. Yeah. I think the rage is... I think it's still there. Still there. <laughs> it's simmering, but it's it's definitely still there because yes. she says, Valaris isn't my home. Yeah. And I could have sworn hurt flashed in his eyes, mm. which, like, makes me sad. But also, again, where is her home? Like, we talked about this yeah. before, like last episode. I don't think the mortal realm is her home. So no. I don't think it's she... like, is Valaris her home? Not yet. Not really. No. I mean, I think it's... I know Reese obviously probably wants it to be home because yeah. it's the best city ever. Basically, it's the only city. Yeah. Um. So, and he's like shown her so much and been so open with her. I think he was hoping that she would feel like it was her home. Yeah. So I could see why he'd be a little hurt from that. Yeah. But I think he's smart enough to know. Not to say anything or push. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he's getting it at this point of how she's trying to process mm -hmm. a lot of pain. And again, just because you're trying to deal with your pain and you hurt others, it's not an excuse. Right. But, (laughs) Tamlin. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, 
But I think he's, we've talked about how smart he is and mm-hmm. how he reads people really well. And I think, I think he reads the situation. Yeah. I think he's just letting her, on. letting her be, letting her process. Yeah. Okay. Chapter 28. Yep. All right. Longer chapter. Yeah. Um, so I said, upon returning to Valaris and dealing with the Ator, Reese shows Pharaoh what they learned. Pharaoh writes a letter and attempts to return a necklace. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. Lots happened. Yeah. So she's kind of like chilling in Valaris. They came home. Mm-hmm. And Reese comes back from dealing with the Ador. Yep. And I, I loved how he um, put the choice to her. Yep. Of how deeply she should be involved. Right. It's totally her choice. Whereas Tamlin just basically decided for her i know there's no way he would have shown her no way um so i out of the gate i loved that mm -hmm. because again letting her come into her own figure out how she wants to be part of this Mm -hmm. it's like no shade if you don't but yeah adoption's yours Mm -hmm. what did you notice yeah that was similarly that he's you know willing to give farah the option of what she wants to know um and then which is so different than Tamlin. And then, you know, in regards to Tamlin, she sends him a letter basically saying, I'm never coming back. Oh my God. I was like, okay. That was a like strong decision. Yeah. So. It's a very strong decision. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a lot. Yep. Um, what did you think about, I, well, so Reese kind of like lets her into his mind so mm-hmm. that she can see what happened with the Ator. Yep. What do you think about getting Reese's perspective for a minute? Okay, so before we oh get there. I jumped. I, yeah, well, not much happened, but I just wanted to point out. So it kind of reminds me of um, when Farah and Tamlin were first, like, getting together Okay. And Tamlin was out hunting the bog, and he came back unharmed, and she was just so relieved. Yeah. Um, she says... So once he returns, she stood as he entered, scanning him for any sign of injury. Something tight in my chest eased when I found nothing amiss. Oh, yes. Once Reese came back from the Azor. And I was like... looking out the window. Exactly. I was like, this is so similar. Yeah. I was was like, oh, it's cute. Oh, it is cute. Especially since she's pissed at him in this moment. I know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I wanted to point that out. I totally Um, just like read right over that i love that you noticed that such a good call out um let's but so reese's perspective reese's perspective what did you think about that i thought it was really interesting that he's able to show her like because in my mind well, we did it with ianthe right but this this almost seemed more so like mm. and maybe like i didn't really notice it with ianthe the first time but it's just interesting that when he's showing her what happened what i think would be normally is you know you'd see it from their eyes and you would just see everything that happened you don't get to actually experience Mm. what they thought as it happened you're right i don't think the situation with situation with ianthe Mm -hmm. had that piece where it's like what his thoughts are maybe because he wasn't necessarily in it as much like with ianthe it was him and ianthe with the ator it was like him watching asriel with the ator and then him like thinking stuff as they were doing stuff Whereas before it was just like a two of them conversation. So maybe we didn't notice yeah. it as much. Um, but I thought that was really I think, unique. I think there's an extra level that's been added Okay, that's here. that's what I thought. I was like, I don't remember it being like this. But it's just. It was. 
I like that we get that perspective yeah. of like his thought process during. And it's unfiltered thoughts Totally too. unfiltered. Um, I, yeah, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And I also just thought like how convenient to be able to actually show someone I know. like exactly what happened versus having to either fly them there or like recount as you remember it. Yeah. Like, this is it really convenient. I was like, I wish I had this talent. <laughs> I agree. Um, in his memories, mm-hmm. um, we get an allusion to what might have happened to Azriel's mm-hmm. half brothers. Yeah. And I just, so it said in, in regards to Azriel, it said his half brothers hadn't been forthcoming either. I knew because I'd met them, asked them, and had shattered the, their legs when they spat on Asriel instead. They'd walk again, eventually. And it just, it gives me such brother vibes. Mm-hmm. And so, I, and it's funny because it's like, he's doing this to Asriel's actual brothers. Right. But it's like, no, his like, true brother mm-hmm. cares for him. And it's, it's another like, kind of like, character moment, I feel right. like, for the inner circle and how they interact with each other. Like it's not just work. Yeah. It's everything. Their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's another thing about Azrael. So I like that we were seeing like kind of a different side of, or just some of Azrael. Cause I feel like yes. we don't really get to see much of him. Um, but Reese in the vision or whatever, he's, he's thinking that, you know, people often make the mistake of assuming Cassian was the wilder one, the one who couldn't be tamed, but Cassian was all like hot temper temper that could be used to forge and weld there was an icy rage in Azrael I had never been able to thaw mm-hmm. and I just I like that we're learning about the inner circle yeah from like Reese's perspective mm-hmm. the stuff that he probably wouldn't tell people but we just see it mm-hmm. yeah it's surprising to me that statement mm-hmm. yeah because it's not because I, I assumed Cassian was the wilder one <laughs> yeah because he's you know head of like the armies and just the way he comes off yeah but sometimes it's more like the silent but deadly type stuff. Yeah. It very much seems appropriate for Azrael. Definitely intimidating. Um, we also learn, like, during all of that, that Tamlin has completely sealed off his borders. Yes. Um, and even, like, flying overhead, you can't get anything from it. Yes. Which was surprising. Well, I mean, from his perspective, mm-hmm. his girl disappeared. Yes. Understandable. So, mm-hmm. but as a result, Feyre decides to write a letter. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, one other thing. So Reese is like, he's just so uniquely strong to me yeah. in that he always puts the needs of others and like his plans before his own like selfish pursuits. Mm-hmm. He says, I might've splattered him on the walls, but I needed him to send a message more than I needed my own vengeance. Yeah. I was like, this guy is like amazing. Because most people don't have that kind of self-restraint. Well, I, I think part of it is he's just very calculating. Yeah. Like, he does not act out of emotion. Which is amazing. Yes. As someone who acts out of emotion <laughs> purely, I, I'm like, I could not. Yep. I think back, like, or I think towards, like, personality tests. Like, you know how in Myers-Briggs mm-hmm. there's, like, the thinking or the feeling? Right. He is a hard T. Yes. Like, he does not make decisions. No. Based on emotions. It is all thought and logic. Yep. Which is just, to me, it's so impressive when you're that mad at someone for something to have zero, like, 
It's impressive. Yeah, to, just the self-restraint I thought was so impressive. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so getting back. So Farrah writes the letter to yes. Tamlin. Quick and simple. Saying she's not coming back. <laughs> I left of my own free will. I'm cared for and safe. I'm grateful for all that you did for me, all that you gave. Please don't come looking for me. I'm not coming back. Mm. This yep. is the first time she's acknowledging that. Yeah. Because up to this point, she was kind of in a limbo. Like, she agreed to work for Reese, and she agreed, like, she wouldn't tell anybody right. about what she learned. But she never said, like, I'm never going back. Right. That's a moment. Yeah. That's, that's quite a decision to make. Yeah. I appreciate how Reese asked her, like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Like, he's also trying to make sure she's not doing something out of emotion. That she's right. making the right decision. Which is impressive. Because we know he does not like Tamlin. Right. And then Farah wants Reese to take her out and show her Valaris at night. Which I'm like, okay, look at Farah acting like a normal person. Yes. And, like, getting out of her, like, sulky, mopey... I want to be all alone self. Yep. She said enough. I'd had enough of sleeping. Yeah. And I'm like, finally. I know. <laughs> it's like, cause I want to see Valaris too. Let's go, Farah. I know. And he goes, um, dinner tonight. Let's find out if you, Farah darling, are all talk or if you'll allow a lord of the night to take you out on the town. And I was like, oh. I love it. Yes. Take us out on the town. So cute. So, Pharaoh's getting ready, mm-hmm. and Amrin appears. Yep. And before she even comments about the necklace or anything like that, she makes a very interesting comment about the wraiths. Yes. About uh, Ceridian and Nuala. Yes. How do you say their names? Uh, Caridwin. Caridwin. I'm terrible at their names. <laughs> what did you just say? I don't know. I don't know what I said. It's Nuala and Caridwin. Thank you. Them. <laughs> so, they're half Haife, right. half Wraith. Which, apparently, a wraith is nothing but shadow and mist. And I was like, um... How did that happen? How does that physically happen? I don't understand. She's like, Haifei will stick their dick anywhere, basically. <laughs> but I was like... But I'm thinking, okay, that's cool, but how? There's If you're shadow and mist, what? I don't know. Thought, I just thought that was very interesting. Was very funny. But they're kind of Azriel spies. Kind of. Like, they're not spying on Feyre. No. But they are reporting to Asriel other things that they see. Yes, including Amran's movements. Including Amran's movements. <laughs> Which I think, I don't remember when we mentioned this, if this was in a main or a mini, and this, but this is not a spoiler. It was like, what are Asriel and Amran's interactions? Like, that was a question we had. Yeah. We were like, huh, what are they? They're it's spying. Spying. <laughs> that's, spying. That's how Asriel interacts with Amron. That seems right, though. It doesn't <laughs> surprise me when she says that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I see that. Oh, my goodness. And she's like, I would be, like, I'd be mad if he wasn't spying on me, right? I, I was like, what? <laughs> what Amron, interesting relationships these guys have. really is. Uh, uh, but so she says something that I just thought was really cool. She said, the court of dreams is founded on three things, to defend, to honor, and to cherish. Were you expecting brute strength and obedience? Many of Rhysand's top officials have little to no power. He values loyalty, cunning, compassion. And Asriel, despite his disobedience, is acting to defend his court, his people. So no, Rhysand does not punish that. There are rules, but they are flexible. And then we ask about the tithe. Which and they don't have. There is no tithe. And it's just, it's becoming clearer and clearer how different mm-hmm. the Spring Court is from the Night Court. Yes. 
And I, I remember when we were first in the night, or sorry, when we were first in the spring court, mm-hmm. we were like, is this the norm? Right. Is this what everybody does? And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. So. It's just interesting, the differences. Yeah. It definitely is. And then Farah gives Amran, or tries to give Amran the necklace back. The necklace that helped her. Escape from escape the prison. Escape from prison. Come to find out, Amran is pretty clever. She's a liar. She's a total liar. <laughs> She basically gave the necklace to Farah, and it was nothing more than an ordinary necklace that Reese gave to her like 200 years ago, which is why so he was clever. staring at it. Yep. I was she's... like, man, you're you're a good one, Amryn. I mean, she's number two for a reason. She is. Mm-hmm. But also a little bit like, huh. yeah. What? I know. She said, "I clenched my teeth," but Amryn was already breezing through the door with a cheerful, "You're welcome." I feel like she's one of those people that you don't ever make a rude comment to. You're just like, I know. Oh, okay, thank you. You're like, mm. mm-hmm. just grit your teeth. And yep. Just appreciate what she did. <laughs> I know. Oh, anywho, anything else for twenty eight? Nope, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Um, this has like a ah yes sticker for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, Feyre enjoys a night on the town with the inner circle as her and Rhysan continue to connect. Yeah. It's just so nice to see like all of them actually out enjoying life together, not worried about all the horrible things that will happen tomorrow. And like this chapter literally brings me all the best feels. All the good feels. All the best feels. It made me want to go out in the town. (laughs) Oh, so good. The last like page or two made my heart so happy. So good. So they start off at dinner or they start walking to dinner mm-hmm. um one of the things favor noticed that i i loved it was um and no one absolutely no one on the street balked or paled or ran odd perhaps a little intimidated but no fear it was so unusual that i kept silent merely observing them their world the normalcy that they each fought so hard to preserve that i had once ranged against resented but there was no place like this in the world. Not so serene, so loved by its people and its rulers. I know. It's just like, that's such a good picture of like the heart of Valaris. Yeah. Because it's like, this inner circle is powerful. They run the show, but it's like, they're they're just one of them. I know. And they're just trying to live life and enjoy life. Yeah. And I love that. And they're part of their people. They're not this you know upper echelon that never like interacts with them yeah they're part of the people yeah and i love it so good so then yeah they go to dinner Mm -hmm. and the way that farrah described the food was so interesting to me she said it made her feel awake which i love that i love because at first i was like huh i don't really know if i get it but the more i thought about it i was like i really it's true when you have you know such incredible food and like the atmosphere and just everything is right you feel alive yeah you know and so I was like I get it um and I just like that she's being like genuinely nice like to herself and to the restaurant owner and she's no longer bitter towards these people yes at one point she asked herself the question how much had I missed in these months of despair and numbness yeah and it's like a lot you did you missed a lot so to your point I love that she's living yeah She's out there. Mm -hmm. And it makes Reese happy, too, especially when she makes such a a nice comment to the restaurant owner. Like, that makes me happy to see. Yes. It said that she found Reese's eyes on me. His face was softer, more contemplative than I'd ever seen it. His mouth slightly open. 
then he gives her a cocky grin and leans back in to like hear more story and mm-hmm. I'm just I don't know like those like glances across the table yeah. the silent communication I know I like it he's happy mm-hmm. um, so they finish dinner mm-hmm. are stuffed Yep. and some decide to go dancing yeah, and there, this you can definitely tell there is something between Oz and Moore, or at yep. least from Osriel's side. Yep. Because um, he immediately says yes to go dancing, and then Moore is basically like, Cassian, do you want to come dancing? Yeah. And I'm kind of like, is she not interested in Azriel and she's just, like, really trying to yeah. make it so they're all just hanging out? Like, what's the, what's the dealio here? So, but I kind of felt bad for... Because you can tell he, like, really wanted to go He's with like, more. He's like, no, I want to. And more just doesn't want it to be the two of them. I know. So I'm like, oh, poor Azrael. It is funny. But they're, like I said, you're, you're just getting a picture of this, like, family together. Right. Even and still. Clearly they're all just friends. So, like, he's not, he yes. doesn't hold a grudge, it doesn't seem like. But right. you could tell he definitely wanted to go with more. Mm-hmm. So. But it's just, like, I wish I was part of this. Like, it just oh, sounds yeah. so fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, such a good group of people yeah like this is this is what you want the classic like found family trope like this is what you want oh for sure oh i love it so cassian asriel and more mm-hmm. decide to go dancing yep amarin is chilling at the restaurant drinking blood, blood. <laughs> um and reese and Feyre decide to head home rather than go out dancing yep. which i'm a little bummed we're not getting like the dancing view via Farrah's perspective but mm-hmm. fine but fine. I like so they're talking about Amarin and the blood thing and I just I like that Reese doesn't ask Amarin all these like personal questions it's he's known her for what 200 years or something centuries and he's he's never asked her like you know how long was she in the prison how did she escape the prison why does she drink blood he just <laughs> he's just like oh yeah what you know this is Amarin whatever yeah. It's just what she does. I just think it's funny that he's never asked her these things. And Farrah's yeah. like, you didn't ask? Like, you didn't ask? This is like the second or third time. She's like, you never asked? He's like, no. <laughs> no. And, like, part of me is like, are they just intimidated by her? I or think so. maybe that's part of it. But maybe another part of it is just a deep acceptance maybe. of each other. Where it's like, I don't care. I, I, like, don't, I care, don't care. But I feel like I'd want to know. <laughs> I, I'm just so inquisitive. I don't know. And for yeah. Reese, Reese knows everything. He always... It's true. So I'm shocked that he doesn't ask. He must be intimidated. That's my thought. Oh, yeah. So. So what sticks out to you when Reese and Feyre walk home? Um, so she starts by asking, you know, if him and Amarin ever got together, <laughs> which I died. So apparently she laughed herself hoarse the one time he offered to bring her to bed. And... I was just cracking up in my head. I could just see this whole thing playing out. Um, And then he says, like, he's never been married before. He says, marrying me means a life with a target on your back. And if there were offspring, then a life of knowing they'd be hunted from the moment they were conceived. Everyone knows what happened to my family, and my people know that beyond our borders we are hated. And so he just goes into, like, explaining, you know, the history of the Night Court, why and how Valaris is hidden. How it came to be. How it came to be, exactly. And it's, like, such a – it's a sad but, like, not sad story. Like, it's sad that they felt like they had to hide this. Yeah. But it's also not sad because it allows them to just truly, like, live in this, like, amazing place. Well, I thought it was interesting that at one point, the high, one of the high lords 
got like killed everybody right who was part of the court of nightmares mm-hmm. and it still came back right so part of me is like can you not have one without the other i feel like you can't you can never always just have there can never just be a solely good place yeah the human world like fairy world doesn't matter there's never mm. just good you have mm. to there's always a balance so yeah. that's it like, doesn't it's, surprise me like we hate the court of nightmares but it's almost like it's a necessary I mean, evil to have the court of dreams right. in this way mm-hmm. mm, it's interesting yeah um i died on this walk because oh my of gosh, that the music. music i know that's what i was about to get into the oh music my gosh i just oh like i'm like my heart like melted i i here's the thing obviously we're rereading this right i knew reese had sent the music like right. i knew that was coming yes i don't remember how she found out right. i didn't remember that mm-hmm. so I was very surprised that, like, this was the moment I was like, oh, share the music. Like, yes. I just, it gave me all the butterflies. Oh, yes. She says, you sent that music into my cell. Why? He said, because you were breaking and I couldn't find another way to save you. But, okay. So even before she said that, she put, my hand slackened at my sides, a reduced version of the symphony I'd heard in a chill dungeon when I had been so lost to terror and despair that I had hallucinated hallucinated as this music poured into my cell and kept me from shattering and once more the beauty of it hit me the layering and swaying the joy and peace they had never played a piece like it under the mountain never this sort of music and i've never heard music in my cell save for that one time you're like Mm. (laughs) we talk about it so much but it's like music that saves you from shattering yes and we also talked about how the because it was so impactful, yeah. this is one of those tunes that you may never hear it again, but if you ever hear it, you will know it yes. instantly. And this it sticks is, with you. This is literally that happening. It's like she, as soon as she hears it, she recognizes it and knows because it was that impactful. <laughs> oh, it makes my heart literally so freaking happy when I read that. Here's the thing. We knew he was Team Feyre under the mountain. I know, but this is... Next level Team Feyre. Above and beyond a good friend. Yes. Well, and, oh. but, okay, speaking of going above and beyond, yes. she talked about how she'd seen a palace in the sky when she'd hallucinated, a place between sunset and dawn, a house of moonstone pillars. I saw the night court. But then he says, I didn't send those images to you. Yeah. So then part of me is wondering, because we've talked about how she's, okay, but actually I was about to say she was human at this time. Mm-hmm. So I was about to say, like, with her power, she's been able to slip into people's minds. Right. But, like, she was human. Right. And somehow Reese, like, accidentally yeah. shared these images with her, I guess. I mean, this bond has always been, like, a weird thing. Yes. So it, it's, like, obviously Well, I guess came... their bargain had formed by this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what it is. Yeah. But it's just, it's crazy to me. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, that just made me so happy that he was the one that sent it to her. Yeah. She said, I didn't care. Thank you for everything, for what you did then and now. Mm. I love appreciation. I know. Because she, I don't, there's been many moments where Reese has been like, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. Like, she hasn't thanked him. Right. But this is clearly, she knows what it did for her, and so she knows that it's, thankful worthy yes thank you worthy whatever just she's really becoming her again i know i know makes me so happy 
And they fly off, and at one point she says, I could learn to love it. I realized the flying. I know. And in a way, I feel like that's her, like, not, she's not explicitly calling this place home, but I think she's starting to welcome this place as the idea. Oh, for sure. Of being a home for her. Yeah. Which is beautiful. I know. (laughs) So they're back at the townhouse, and more notes. I put, okay. So I have several notes that are like building on each other in my book. And mm-hmm. I have dead, again dead, super dead. Yep. So <laughs> yeah. I was just like gush, gushing over here, like dying. I'm loving this. Yes. Oh, so it's all like this sexual banter back and forth. Love it. And, but Love it. The one part that like got me at the end, it was, um, so she said, lie. He licked away my tears when I'd been a moment away from shattering. He'd done it to keep me distracted, keep me angry, because anger was better than feeling nothing, because anger and hatred were long-lasting fuel in the endless dark of my despair, the same way that music had kept me from breaking. Lucian had come to patch me up a few times, but no one risked quite so much in keeping me not only alive, but as mentally intact as I could be, considering the circumstances. It just says he's been doing these past few weeks, taunting and teasing me um, to keep the hollowness at bay. Just as he was doing now. I'm obsessed. It's He's like the best friend for her. I know. Everything that he did. It's like, and it's so true. He yeah. he licked her face to get her to stop breaking. Yeah. And then. So you can start everything. to look at the things that he did in that first book and start to see like. He wasn't doing it out of spite. Yes. I mean, maybe a little bit. A little bit. A little spite for Tamlin for sure. But, but he was truly trying to help Feyre. Yeah. He was he was Team Feyre from the beginning. The beginning. So. And I just love that she's realizing it now, yes. too. That's the thing. This is like, what, like, I love. I love this little chunk. Because we, as we've talked about it, we've been like, oh, in some ways, like, he's been a real jerk. But, like, mm-hmm. he also does these other things. But it's us talking about it. It's not Feyre acknowledging it. I know. Because Feyre was always just about how cranky she was with Reese. Right. But clearly she's acknowledging it now. Yes. Um, okay. So my favorite. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No set was at the end. She says, good night. And Reese says, try not to moan too loudly when you dream about me. I need my beauty rest. Oh, I loved it so much. Dead, 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 dead. Yes. Dead. All the skull emojis. <laughs> we are explicit. Like we, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're not messing around anymore. No, this is very apparent. There is some serious <laughs> flirtation happening. This is hardcore flirtation. Anyway. So, I really enjoyed that. I know. I love how that chapter ended. Yes. Well, and it like ended, ended with the fact that she slept through the night. Yep. Even though she had a nightmare, she still slept through the night. So, progress. Progress. Mm-hmm. Progress. Yep. Oh, that was such a fun bunch of chapters. I know. I know. I really enjoyed that. Okay, so next week, we're going to do chapters 30 through 34. Awesome. And don't forget to send us your questions so that we can do our question and answer mini in a few weeks. Please do. We're going to post a link in the show notes of this episode if you want to leave us a voice message. Um, But also feel free to put questions on Instagram or yeah, Instagram is probably the best place. So yeah. feel free to put questions in on Instagram also. And I think that's it. Do we have anything else? No, that's all the announcements, but we'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye guys. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at, at Fairies and Fangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.